Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rust. 25th time is about 11.30 and Radian MPC has been conducting Zoom conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. And please let our team know in the chat that you're a newcomer. Akilesh? Yeah, hi. Yes, Akilesh? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, yeah, this is Akilesh. I have a question uh, regarding my I-94 incident, which happened almost five years ago. So I'll, I'll just quickly mm-hmm. describe it. So um, in 2017, December, I traveled to India uh, with the valid I-797 until 2019 September. And I got my visa stamping as well done until 2019 September. But my passport was getting expired in 2018 August itself. So when I came back in the port of entry, the, they gave uh, you the I-94 until your passport expires. Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, the passport expiry, but I did not know that that will be the final I-94. What happened afterwards? Yeah, after uh, after I realized it was already uh, the my my I-94 was expired already, so I immediately rushed to the IAD airport uh, nearby, and uh, one of the did CDP you went checked, after the expiration or before the expiration? After the expiration, uh, it's uh, 20 days after the expiration. I went to IAD. Okay, what ha- what happened? Tell me short form though. You want to go long? Yeah, yeah. To make an appointment. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, they, they said uh, I don't need to worry. I don't, I don't need to do anything. So they just asked me to leave. And after that, we filed for two H1 extensions for which we got the approval. So there was no RFE. So now I'm going to India. So I just want to know if the uh, date between August and April 2019. Is I want unlawful. you to consult a lawyer. I want you to consult a lawyer, though. When you went to the okay. CPP office, did you consult a lawyer? Uh, my attorney, my employer's attorney, I asked him and uh, he, they asked me to uh, go to the I would not unit. have sent you there. They could detain you there. Oh, okay. Okay. You you went to, into law instance. You need to consult a lawyer, though. Okay? Okay. okay. Next okay. person, please. Sindhu? Sindhu, can you hear me? Yes, I can. can you um, my husband, I, I currently, my visa status is H4 and I'm working. I have H4 EAD. Um, my, visa, uh, my H4 EAD is valid until June of next year. Um, however, mm-hmm. my, my husband um, uh, changed his job and uh, mm-hmm. I got my H4 as well, like renewed from his new company. Uh, my mm-hmm. question is, uh, 
am i good to uh, renew my hread now or should i wait until like the six months prior to my current no, hread i would apply right now you don't have to wait until six months they don't follow that rule i would try where you are to apply right now okay next person please nikan Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for taking the call. Uh, my priority date is December 2013, and in mm-hmm. December 2020, I downgraded from EB3 to two, and uh, there mm-hmm. was a payment issue in EB3 I-140. So all 485, 131, and 765 got refunded and returned by USCIS. Mm-hmm. So we had mm-hmm. to resubmit the whole EB3 in June 2021, and I got mm-hmm. EADAP in EB3 in Jan 2022, mm-hmm. and. Uh, In April, I refile EB two, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I got uh, EAD for that without AP, and uh, also my EB three four eighty five moved to NBC, but they moved both the application, the one which we had to resubmit, and also the one which had the payment issue in December twenty twenty. So my question is like, do should I? uh like withdraw my eb uh, 485 application which had the payment issue and got refund or returned because like in the refile usually they provide or submit the or give the green card but they give me the ead recently so 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 they gave the ead to the first application that was i140 was rejected no they did, they gave the ead for the one which was resubmitted in june 2021 For that application, for the previous okay. one, so so it's still so previous... the fingerprints. Sorry. Yeah. So the first one, uh-huh. you said the payment issue was for the I one forty. Was the payment issue for four eight five also? No, but because they could not process I or they. I I got the I, I got the I got the point. So it it doesn't make any sense to have the four eight five there because right. they should automatically reject it. We don't know why they didn't reject it, but I was just yeah, asking. Yeah, they didn't reject it, but uh, I know. I was just. I got it, sir. What did they refund it though? The amount and the receipt that I uh, received. Did they refund the I one forty? Sir, you're not answering my question. Did they refund the I one forty amount or I four eight five amount? All, all, both. But the application of four eight five is still pending there. Yeah, it shows as pending, uh, and they transfer it to NBC from Texas. Yeah, I still don't want you to do anything, though. The reason I don't want you to do anything is that if you withdraw that application, these stupid guys might withdraw your EB two or EB three. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Base base thing is to just wait now. Don't do anything right now. Don't do anything right now. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Vakula, mm-hmm. hello Rahul. Um, yes. Actually, my husband is the primary applicant, and uh, two mm-hmm. weeks back, uh, my husband, mine, and my younger daughter got approved, and we also received our cards. Uh, however, my older daughter is nineteen years old. First mm-hmm. wasn't uh, approved. Today, the status was updated that saying like she might need to attend the interview. Mm-hmm. Like there, there will be scheduling interview for her. Did you ever see mm-hmm. cases like this? Yeah, we see cases like that. Um, maybe, yeah, we we do rarely see cases like that. 
nothing to fear about i am not uh-huh. worried for her she has I'm to go by her. herself or my husband has to go along with her how is it i would I mean, have your husband go. yeah oh. i would i would have your husband go with her uh, is they will normally anything? allow her. okay is anything to like uh, you know concern about or no i'm not worried about it at all i'm not okay. worried she, about it at all she is a second year And undergrad it, student is she an f1 visa no she is on h4 um is there something that your daughter may be hiding from you that's only concern that i have uh we don't know anything i i don't think so i mean we, uh, when when well, we as a, it, you know as a, as a parent i have a 24 year old kid as a parent uh-huh. we think that way i don't know if you feel there is some doubt maybe she should consult a lawyer privately and you and your husband should not be anywhere nearby that oh, okay yeah then uh, so for example if she calls me up i will rule mm-hmm. out all the things out though okay as far as you you know okay. there may be i there, there may not 99% of the time there might if there's 1% of the time if there is anything it can mm-hmm. be easily most of the things can be easily cured so you can help you right if they reach you yeah but i don't want you parents to be there in the call okay that's fine okay just to rule out any 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 anything as i said mm-hmm. 99% of them there might not be i mean don't okay okay i okay. just want to rule out that 1% yeah. of the time okay okay thank you so much next please next please shyam ji verma oh hi rahul uh, i my concern is uh, i was with employer a and they filed my h1b visa and i got stamped till september 2022 but recently in february they laid me off and then on the 60 days grace period i found an employer b uh, and uh, mm-hmm. in the month of april they filed my h1b visa which is still pending till today's mm-hmm. date but in the month of august i found an employer c as a full time position and they filed my h1b visa and it's approved also i got the i797 approval notice as well till for 3 years but uh, mm-hmm. my main concern is do I have to worry about anything about the employer b petition which is still under process uh, after you left the employer a did you join employer b uh yeah i was working with them uh on uh, on the reset notice and it's still under process it's been four months it's still under process i got it on after you left the employer a how long did it took for you to join employer c uh i w- uh, it, it, it joined last week august uh, basically after, one day after you left employer a yeah before you joined employer c what was the gap period the gap period it was like 58 days i on the 58 days of my employer a uh, i joined them on employer b and then employer b i was working with them for four months and then on august i joined them on employer c so you not answer my question between employer a and employer c how long is the gap six months february and march april may june july august yeah i would yeah. Pre- i would prefer the employer b h1b to be approved but if it's not approved you can always go to mexico 
or Canada and come back yeah to be on the safer side okay oh uh, okay so but i don't have to if it's approved or if it's rejected will that impact anything on my petition or in case if it's, case if it's rejected if it's rejected i still want you to go to mexico and come back to clear up any of the possibilities that may happen next person please oh okay thank you sir thank you aditya yes uh, can you hear me thank you thank you for taking mm-hmm. the call um so in 2020 when uh, all the dates became my date became current in october 2020 so i filed my 485 but i had to leave before 6 months so what we did was my wife also had an eb2 petition uh, which was approved 2014 date we filed eb3 for her so both mine and her petitions were active so fast forward to 2021 they administratively closed her uh, i485 application saying you already have a 485 through my, through me um so you know we we don't need two up two 485s in eb3 but her 140 is still open the eb3 140 uh now recent eb2 became current so we filed through her as a primary uh what now happened was uh, so her 140 from eb3 is still pending and is it at it's at nbc now some of your youtube videos i saw that you suggest don't reach out don't create any srs or anything right but right now her 485 in eb2 is pending and i want eb3 is also to be approved i want eb3 i140 to be approved so we can do premium because it's at nbc so do you suggest opening an sr because it's outside of the why can't you do why can't you do it so my attorney said that if it is at nbc so only it. src and tsc you take it you can okay. you can do it sir you can do it okay so and you suggest filing it why, yeah i suggest converting it to premium the other okay. i'm surprised why the administrative close your wife's application your green card is not approved is it right no it's not just that mine is pending they said that my date is previous to her so mine was march yeah, was october they don't they have an authority to close it they don't have an authority to close it though what if she is not living happily with you i mean how do they know i mean things might have changed that's that's not what happened but i'm just telling you they're okay, not supposed okay, to close the only time they're supposed to close it when they approve your green card application yeah that's they said i may not wrong, mm. yeah that's a, they said i may not be appealed been, i won't be able to appeal this decision also that's what yeah, the document said yeah you can do the you can do the motion to reopen for it though within the uh, prescribed okay. time but that's a wrong wrong closure of the file i have not seen that though. Okay. okay okay i want Thank you. i want your i want your wife's eb3 to be approved otherwise the entire files of you and your wife can actually move to move to the uh service center where i140 is pending next person please tirupati yeah um hi rahul reddy um so um first of all like i would like to thank you very much for uh, this community your information uh, helped me a lot uh, multiple times sure. Oh, sure. Uh, thanks for everything. And uh, my question is, I got like yesterday itself uh, highlighted about this. Uh, I received my green card on June twenty fourth. It was approved on uh, June seventeenth. Uh, the underlying is uh, on February fifteenth. We interfiled for up uh, changing to EB2. upgrading. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was approved on exactly June seventeenth. on june 17th cards were printed but uh, on the cards the class of admission uh, coa shows as e37 and that is what is under what is your pri- what is your priority date 
May 21, 2012. So on the approval uh, date. I got the point. I got the point. They may have allocated the visa number for you before. EB3 was current before for you. Mm. Yeah, it was, but on on the date 17th, of approval, it is on the June 17th. I, I know the priority dates. Don't tell me the priority dates. Yeah. They were current at one point of time. Okay. The USCIS yes. is telling that they have they are allocating the numbers when the priority date is current. Okay. So I so, would not do anything. The problem here is my wife's application is still pending. That went to a different uh, center that is under EB3. They We reach out through the congressman. They say it's like her category shows as an EB3 that is not yet current and what we have to do. What visa status she is in? Um, she's on the H1 with a different employer and uh, her uh, she has a good stamp. Answer to my question, please. H1B, period. H1B. So, yeah, you can file an I-130 and 485 for her. Separate. Yes. You can contact our office at info at rnlawgroup.com. The reason is that we don't know whether 2013 is going to be current in one year, two years, or 10 years. The reason her is in EB3 is because you got approved in EB3. Yes. So you can file an I-130 and 485 directly based on F. To a family based to application A. Okay, that's great. Uh, thank we, you. But like yeah. I had a one doubt because uh, my 485J was approved on the same date where that is my irrelevant. Day. Okay, that is irrelevant. Okay. Next person, please. Vijay. All kinds of things are happening, uh, Tirupati. All kinds of things. They're in a mad rush in approving the green card. Thanks okay. for all your letters that you have been pounding on, Congressman. Next person, please. Yes. Vijay? Hello, this is Vijay. Yeah, Hello. Yes, Vijay. this is Vijay. Yes, yes. Vijay. Um, so I have requested, uh, um, you know, my medicals are attached or not, and they created WKD request. And I received a message from field office saying that my application is currently pending adjudication, and they don't have the timeline. What does that mean? They don't have what? Uh, they don't have the timeline for it, but uh, they said that uh, it's yeah. pending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't raise any sort of request. It's in the field office right now. That's our advice. Okay. Okay. But what is that uh, pending adjudication means? Like, is it pending with they are else? They are pending it to be adjudicated means whether approved, denied RFE. That's called adjudication. When the case is about okay. to be decided, decided. So the case is about to be decided right now. I don't want okay. you to do anything. So, uh, do you suggest me to send uh, medicals or wait? Wait, you already sent the medicals. Don't send it again. Okay. Yeah, I Next sent person. them last uh, December. So. Next okay. person, please. Hari? I'm sorry, guys. I, I have to get to the point, and yeah. that's the reason. Once I answered, I moved to the next person. Hari, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, hey, Raghul. Thank you, sir. Uh, we interacted yesterday, uh, no, one-on-one -on, -one on filing I-485J supplement, sir. Uh, I sent a follow-up email. I'm, um, I will just wait for your response. But one quick question is, I filed an FOA. What is your email? What is your email address? Hari. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. Sir. Sorry. We sent, we sent an email to your company. Give me one second. It's a Hari. Oh. 
Hari dot Rangamani, sir. H A R I dot R E N G A M A N I. We sent an email to your company, Robert. Yeah, and then I will send an R. I will send a CC to you. Okay. Okay, sir. And so, I will. So they have to started. act on it. I I will do it right away today, sir. But on a separate note, sir, on the FIA. Yesterday, I remember you saying that it was slowed on the process, the case getting transferred to the NBC. Do you want me to go ahead and cancel the FOA or just wait for you to go through my case? If you can cancel it, cancel it. Okay. Awesome, sir. Okay. I will just uh, reply back to your email then, sir. I just want to get a confirmation on the FOA. Thank you. Sure. Uh, and we have a follow-up consultation also that I'll send it to you, okay? We sent, okay. yesterday, Emily sent an email to them, okay? Speak with them awesome. and I send you CC to you right now. Okay. Thanks a lot, Rafi. I will thank you. Okay, then. Next person, please. Jagdish. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving me, giving me this opportunity. So, employer A filed my permanent I-140 that got approved last year. And now I'm with employer B. Just last week only I changed my employer. So What is current, the priority date? Uh, May, it's May 21. Keep going. So, current employer need to file I-140 again, perm I-140 again. When was your I-140 approved? I-140 approved uh, December, December 3rd, it approved. Last year, December so, 3rd. So that, what you mean to say that you, you, you are actually, you left the job after six months. There's no need for them to file right now. There is no need uh, for right now. Only when uh, the priority date is current, you would require them. But if you're 2021, if nothing happens, I don't think so in your lifetime, it's going to be correct. I'm not expecting <laughs> you to live 120 years. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, correct. So, but things least, may change. Things may change. It law, some things may change. That's different. But so there's no hurry for you to. Okay. You can put it at any time in your lifetime. One year, two okay. years, ten years, twenty years. Okay. Okay. So okay. okay. Thanks, Rahul. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next person, please. But Ishan? then we are we're 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 doing a letter writing campaign. I want you to watch the Sunday TV Asia. Please participate in that because if that goes through just like the way they gave the 280,000 green cards, then mm -hmm. your date will be current in the next two to three years. Next person. Uh, hey, Ram. Um, I did one-on-one -on -one, uh, consulting with you uh, a few months ago. My priority date is August 2012. I downgraded from EB2 to EB3 in October 20. And my company got acquired in 2021. And I'm mm -hmm. current right now under EB, EB2. So on mm -hmm. RFE, I send medicals and they accepted it. And now they are asking me to file I-485J to port my EB3-485 to EB2. Did they issue second RFE? Uh, yes, yes. They're asking me to port EB3 uh, to EB2 in order to mm -hmm. uh, process my 485. So mm -hmm. upon your suggestion, uh, I filed for I-140 amendment for, uh, for the new company that, uh, that acquired my okay. old company. Um, but USCIS processing? The, yeah, with premium processing. But they kept, they sent it back two times. Uh, I, I attempted two times and there, uh, I have 30 days gap. Okay. Send it back yeah, to. you can do one thing if you want to. What is your email address? Um, P-R-A-S-H-I-O-U-S at gmail.com. P-R-A-S-H? ios at gmail.com so yeah, you have le you have less time right now okay i don't know why yeah. it's coming back 
they they said that my labor certification is not available immediately uh, so, you had an appointment in april is right yes yes okay lot of things have changed i i will go and because because of the time limitation that you have i would go ahead and file the 485j supplement using the old company's i140 approval will your company be willing to do that uh, i have to check with them i don't know uh, the, if they are willing to do that i have to ask them check with them though because if they are willing to do that you can contact us um and we will be willing to do it if your lawyer is not willing to do it because with the limitation of time right now though okay they are asking an rfe you give it to them they'll give an approval okay so there are okay. couple of different ways your current company can file a 485j supplement using the eb2 approval of the previous company the second is your company can file a 485j supplement using the eb3 on a private note on a private note you can send an e, you can send a request to the uscis saying that buddy i have an eb2 approval please approve my green card and i will send you that private note to you okay okay that would be great okay and they also said like if if i don't respond before september uh, 12th uh, they will deny my case um i don't I know, understand i know i know what they mean by that yeah they won't that is automatically extended by about 60 days but i want to file your case as soon as possible so that they are in a rush to get the green card give them the fuel what they want it okay? okay they will kick you out of the line okay you may okay. want to make a private consultation after discussing with your company one more time okay okay but i okay. sent you Thank the you. i sent you the request to transfer underlying basis but don't send it to, to the response if they ask for 85j you don't submit for 85j they will deny your application next person please okay thank you bharat <clears throat> hi rahul can you hear me yes absolutely uh yeah so i received my green card yesterday um i filed my aos in november of 2020 uh, my perm mm-hmm. was based out of Pennsylvania location. I'm not in, not there. I'm right now moved in Texas for the past eight years. My attorney was saying, <clears throat> post receipt of your green card, I need to move to the original location and the position. Is it really needed? Like I know you said in many videos, like you can change your mind. Uh, so you changed. It... You changed. How many okay. times you failed? You are the worst guy in implementing the new resolutions. One of the worst guy. But add this to it. nothing is going to happen no problem for your citizenship no problem for your green card if anybody asks you anything i wanted to do the 10 miles every single day but i didn't after january 2nd i stopped it okay just like that you intended to go there but now you stopped because okay. your wife complained about the cold there yeah that's true okay that's it nothing is going to happen okay. next person sounds good ritesh uh thanks thanks rahul do you hear me yes uh i i filed for a downgrade uh, case in 2020 my priority date is uh, july 2014 and by accident my attorney filed 2485 case in in um, in the november 2020 rush one was filed with the old eb3 which i had with the same employer and another one was filed with a new downgraded application and one went to nbc another went to nebraska 
Then after a few months, USCIS sent an RFE asking which one would we uh, want to adjudicate. And I, I replied back with a withdrawal of the first uh, uh, one of the uh, 485 application. Surprisingly, mm -hmm. two months later, I received advanced payroll and EAD, which was filed along with the 485 that is already withdrawn. That has been withdrawn. And now, now I have those advanced payroll and the other 485, which I wanted to continue with, those advanced payroll got rejected, denied, saying that I already have an advanced payroll. I got so the point. Now, my concern is, is it safe to travel with the advanced payroll that I have? Or is there a way that before I go... How do I validate whether it's safe to? First of all, uh, which which 485 did you pick? The one that you filed with the I-140 or the one that you filed straight 485? Uh, the one which I, the one which I'm picking is, is with the downgrade, which was an independent new I-140. Did you got that I, did you got that I-140 approved? Yeah, that was approved. That is approved long. And what's the priority date? July 2014. Did you interfile in the EB2? Yeah, I, I, I did all that. I mean, I might get the green card, but but just... That's not the yeah. question I asked. When did you do interfiling? June 1st. 1st June is when uh, it reached. Where is your 485 application right now? The one which is active? NBC. It is in NBC and it has... When did it move to NBC? It moved in November 21 um, and it's there since since then. Yeah, I do not want you to use advanced parole or EAD right now. I don't want to take a risk. It looks to be no. logical, but since it's a 485 is completely denied, the CBP may get confused and throw you out. I don't want to use it. Is there a way to validate it within the country to CBP to, to go with without leaving the country? Any other way? Not that I know of. Okay, next person, please. Sure. Uh, this will be the last person. If you have any questions, guys, uh, I will try to answer the 10 questions. You can post it in the chat and the chat has to be posted to everyone because there are too many Rahuls here, okay? My team is assisting. So the one you're going to post it is 10 questions I'm going to answer. Raku? Yeah, hi. Um, my EB2 I-140 was approved in 2018. Uh, however, the current status shows as case was received. Will this have any impact on my pending 485 application? Um, you may, oh, your I-140 is approved, but it, no, no, it will not have any, when the, when the priority date becomes current, it will not have any negative impact because online yeah, status says it will not. But my priority date is current. I mean, um, my priority date is June 2014 and I filed EB3 uh, initially and upgraded to EB2. No, Pub was accepted. Um, and where is your file case right now? It is in SRC. It is in Texas Service Center. It is not no, moving to any. Just, be, just because that is pending, that doesn't have any negative impact. Okay. Okay. And I filed medical interfiling also. Uh, do you think like having a congressional inquiry to check my mm. file was accepted is a good idea? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Uh, and rising, okay. creating a FOA request for 140, is it required or it's not required? Right now, I don't do FOIA because that's delaying it right now. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Rahul. Appreciate it. Uh, ne, 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 my 
primary uh, primary green card approved on it's dependent pending and dependent is working on h4ed what is the status can they work pending i i761 and pending i485 now they have to stop working right now have you seen in cases where medicals are attached when included in eb3 to eb2 interfile my case is transferred to ndc after interfile send medicals along with it do you recommend sending medicals again to ndc um, we have, we don't have an experience of medicals getting attached though um, but it's up to you if you want to resend it to them we normally tell people not to send it you're a physical therapist from michigan and priority date is eb3 april 2015 i'm finished my doctorate in physiotherapy and eligible for eb2 do you suggest to switch eb2 if so premium how much time it's taking from eb3 to eb2 um you don't need a phd to convert into eb2 um you can i don't know i mean i know that phd is now become a norm for uh, physical therapist but uh, um, yeah you, you can file you should convert into eb2 and you can port into eb2 because then you will have eb3 and eb2 option yeah my wife is a physical therapist too my brother in law is also a physical therapist in detroit actually are you willing to initiate the file lawsuit because they are approving random gc yeah i i i j we are not willing right now to do that but if you are interested in though some of you guys can contact steven brown in our office that's the guy you make an appointment he works completely independent than of me it's a litigation department is completely different department in our office receive gc employer consulting is threatening to take away gc is it possible show him this show him this he can't <laughs> sorry about that guys sorry for the bad things but no he can't take it from you bhai he can't take it kumar he cannot take it from you in fact you can damage him if you want to i have submitted if he does anything he's going to go to jail first because if if he says anything is wrong information well first he needs to go and sit in jail my case is in sanity philips i don't see any approval in that field. do i have to take any action no we do see san antonio field office approving it believe me we are very near to san antonio um eb2 straight file in nbc but no movement after fingerprint let's assume that there is no family spillovers in october if i don't get the card by september then how many visas available in eb2 india in the upcoming fiscal year how many visas it will be only 2800 in eb2 for sure any leftovers from other countries will come through any spillovers a percentage of it will come through 2800 is nothing i mean unless there is a spillover can we file i485 well i140 is being processed with a new employer i have approved i140 with prior to date with the old employer you can but ankit it's better to do premium processing get the i140 approval and file it that's my best way but you can while the processing pending let's say in october the prior dates are moving back one thing ankit i may want you to file the 485 this month one thing i'm a bit worried about it is that um 
The USCIS, even though they said September will be valid for June 2014, they can issue a notification saying that it's no longer current though. Are you getting the point on it? I want you to watch the Tuesday YouTube, what Emily has particularly told that on September visa bulletin. So I'm a bit worried. I may want you to file the 485. There's no healthcare professional exception for the uh, Dropbox appointment. If the uh, if, if you've already interfiled or refiled though, um, did, you did you already interfiled it? Uh, I mean, I would not do anything. Don't do anything. The much you do, the more problems you you get it. Can USCIS approve GC without medicals? We have not seen it. Is it possible? There are sometimes they may by mistake though, but we have not seen it though. Um, if they do, sometimes they may always issue a RFA at a later time. EB3 to EB2 is two weeks, Kode. But then I think so. You are the you you are the physical therapist. So for physical therapist to prepare to file for EB3 to EB2, it'll take approximately three months because there are some preparations that need to be done. Checking online status is not considered as reaching out to, through Emma. Uh, currently EB3 and I-485 got approved. My current employer has filed I-485 portability EB3 in Jane. Should I ask my employer to withdraw it or since the exception that I got the green card based on EB2, is there an issue if we withdraw I-485 J? Uh, no, don't, don't do anything. You got the green card. Don't tell them to withdraw. Don't do anything. You ignore the I-485 J. I don't think you, 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 your 485 will not be revoked. <laughs> no. If you have any doubts, you can have a consultation with me. I'll tell the same thing in a very nice manner though. You have an EAD, can I do two jobs at the same time? Absolutely, you can. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.